Hello and welcome to Media Canvas, a show in which I consume a piece of media and then I review it. I'm doing an extra one here this month because Pokemon Arceus Legends. I've reviewed games in the Pokemon franchise before. Years ago I talked about Pokemon Go and did an updated review for it on this podcast a while back. I became a fan like many kids did back in the 90s, eating up every bit of Pokemon content I could get my hands on. Not just the video games, but the cards, the books, and of course all the other merchandise that was part of the craze. In class, I drew little comics of Pokemon adventures I wanted to have, and on the playgrounds, uh, my friends and I would pretend to have our own Pokemon adventures. Pokemon Arceus Legends starts to fill the gap between the video games that we've had and the idealized adventure I wanted as a kid from watching the cartoon and all of that. Let's simply start there, with that gap. The original games were a classic JRPG with random encounters in certain areas of the map, boss battles in the form of gems to mark your progression, and of course all the Pokemon that existed at the time for us to collect and use in battle. What those early games lacked was the ability to wander a world and catch or battle wild Pokemon you see at your whim, depending on what your desires were. The early Colosseum games were made as a way for fans of the franchise to see their favorite Pokemon rendered in three dimensions, because the hardware at the time for the handheld system couldn't manage it. What we saw in the animated series was a world full of life, with Pokemon moving and existing in the environment. That is what we finally get with Arceus Legends. Pokemon in the environment, moving around us as we explore the world and our adventure. As the player, we get the choice. I always wanted as a kid to battle or catch the Pokemon. Some of them are timid and will flee from you, and which will require a much more stealthy approach. While other Pokemon are aggressive and protective of the, their territory, they will run you down aggressively, attacking you and attempting to uh, push you out of their area. This dynamic is what I always wanted as a kid. While I don't expect it going forward, I love that the company took the risk and decided to give us this form of gameplay here. The gameplay itself can be done in a few different ways. We can play hyper-aggressive and battle the wild Pokemon to weaken them and catch them, as we always have done. Or, we can attempt to sneak up on them and just throw a Pokeball at them in order to attempt and catch them outright. I played the game with a mix of the two, uh, depending on what I was attempting to catch at the time, because some things can see you from further away, they're more aware, and other things are more skittish, some things are not aware of you at all, and you can just sneak right up behind them within a couple inches. There are tasks and missions to go and do in the zones that encourages more explorations of those zones, which in all actuality are quite massive. You can run from one end of the map to another in a decent amount of time, but you certainly feel like you've covered a lot of ground especially as there are Pokemon all around you as you do it. I could definitely see a lack of exploration happening if you just stick to the main story. The battle system is basically the same, except the speed plays a larger part than it used to because of how multiple attacks can now happen in a row, 
if the speed difference is large enough or the use of the agile strong move system adjusts uh, the turn order. At the end of the day, the biggest gameplay change to me for the battling was the boss system. It feels more like a Monster Hunter or a Souls-esque game, being a very action RPG style where you dodge moves thrown at you and weaken the boss Pokemon with a little bit of battling. And it's a nice thematic mix-up that was very fun and at other times very frustrating. I'm thinking more towards the last few of those action RPG boss battles you take on. Graphically, I think the game is outstanding. When you are looking off into the distance, the world looks beautiful and idyllic. Well, looking at the textures up close is also extremely solid. There are quite a few places where they don't seem to quite match styles though, but that could just because of the lighting in those locations, it's hard to tell. Uh, most specifically, it's the caves and the water. The textures don't quite match everything else. The Pokemon models all look good in motion walking around the world. I watched several different Pokemon for a few minutes each looking for weirdness. And the only real standout to me on the ones I watched were the textures not matching the scenery. But I don't think we need to do anything with the standard Pokemon textures. I think... Pokemon are inherently kind of cartoony anyways. The main story is extremely good. It places you into a new region in a world that is familiar and yet extremely different from what we already know. We have our typical world-ending catastrophic stakes in this game, where we build a strong Pokemon team to battle and or catch the legendaries involved in said catastrophe. It actually feels uh, more JRPG than other Pokemon games because that is our primary goal uh, for the story. Well, in other games, the goal of the game is to delete the Elite Four and become the champion. Not so much the world-ending catastrophic event. There is no gym system in this game. We instead have some powerful Pokemon that mark our progression through the storyline. The side story contains all of those tasks that send us around the world to explore and catch more to ultimately complete the Pokedex as a overall primary goal that always exists, but it's actually more of the goal in this game. It's kind of interesting. You do a lot less battling in this game, basically. After you have the credits roll, the game has a decent bit of post story, which pertains to the Pokedex and the box legendary. I've completed that post game and I very much enjoyed it if at the end I felt like we lacked a conclusion for the reason we're there the the store the story starts with us dropping in from the sky and it doesn't ever explain exactly what happened or where we came from so that's kind of disappointing but it is what it is I'm completed the Pokedex, I've done all the post-game. It could come in a future DLC that could give us more Pokemon or area. I don't necessarily see that being a definite going to happen, but I could see it. Uh, they've given us DLC now with Sword and Shield. 
So DLC is not out of the question uh, going forward with Pokemon. However, I feel like we're more likely to get another Pokemon game in this style. The new Pokemon design, all of them feel extremely solid. We get some new evolutions and regional forms that actually improve my opinion on a couple of them. Uh, Stantler and Basculin specifically spring to mind as Pokemon. I thought were just okay design. I mean, deer and fish exist in the world and they are what they are, but the Pokemon themselves weren't anything all that impressive. Uh, but the additions to them in this game gives us a reason to really like them. Uh, and it probably isn't for everyone, but for me it improved my opinion of those Pokemon. With the game basically being a week old tomorrow at the time of recording this, I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but if you're interested in the new Pokemon that came out along with this game, there are many places you can look up those Pokemon and see them. As a whole, the game felt like a well-paced challenge. And if you know how to play an action RPG, the boss patterns are not terrible to figure out. A uh, little bit of practice and you should be fine. I really do hope that a lot of this does come into future games. I really enjoyed the open zones to explore and made the world feel alive. Ultimately, I would say this game is a test for a new engine that will be used for a future Pokemon title, maybe Gen 9, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I've had more plain old fun, just enjoyment of this game than I have with other Pokemon games in a long time out, you know, outside of my typical, oh look, I'm breeding shinies for competitive things I'm doing, or uh, I've in beaten the game, I've completed the Pokedex, I got my shiny charm, and I've got no reason to do anything else at this time. Moving into a year, which I personally feel will give us an initial announcement of Generation 9, even if we don't get that game this year, Arceus Legends is an absolute breath of fresh air for me. In just the first couple of days, I put nearly 60 hours into it and have no plans not to keep going. If you want a Pokemon game that has a different coat of paint and yet still generally feels like the game you know, then this might just be the one for you. I hope that the reception of this game for the Pokemon company is full of enthusiasm and joy so that we'll get more of this in the future. But at the end of the day, there are a few things that hold this game back for me. The bit of texture work that doesn't quite match, the rest, the glitches that I've seen posted online, a few crashes, they're fun in some cases and other times it's like, oops, um, I Snorlax in a tree, hilarious. Game crashing or you falling through the world, not so much fun. I personally would have liked to seen the ability to breed Pokemon here to help fill out my living decks, but that really doesn't matter to most people. That's a personal grief. All the good and little bit of bad is one of the reasons I wish I did more than a basic five-star system for my reviews, because this game feels like one that deserves a wider range of score. But I do five stars here, 
and this game gets a 4 out of 5. If you would like to follow me on social media or YouTube, you can find me at D-A-M-E-K-A-G-E.